0: Okay, just want everyone to know, um, we have the recorder propped on uh, socks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hello! Hey. Um, Hello! So the $12 microphones I got off of Amazon did not work out. Did not work out at all. We <laughs> wanted them to very badly. Yeah, though. we really tried to make it work. But, yeah, we figured this was for the best. If we want people to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, do you want to hear a little...
1: <laughs> like as we're talking throughout the whole thing? Maybe some people wouldn't care, but it would drive some people crazy. Oh, no. I think most people would be like, what the hell? Like an electronic Chinese water torture. <laughs> In any case, it was In not In any good. case,
0: it didn't work out. No. Um, so this week, because we didn't want to do any work... We decided, or it was Megan's idea, um, Megan's always trying to come up with ways to not write. <laughs> well, usually um, though, it's like,
1: hey, let's go eat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except I can't eat anything right now. That's so, right. So. At all. No food. Nope, nothing. Mm-hmm. I am, it's a liquid diet. I'm, I'm just drinking Carnation instant breakfast <laughs> <laughs> three times a day. Nice. Um. Yeah, so um, we decided we were going to read something from an old story that we wrote, or a screenplay, because in mm-hmm. my case, it's a screenplay. Yeah. So um,
1: And this is going to be part one for April, because it's a lengthy screenplay. Yes. So yes. there's, there's going to be a part two <laughs> mm-hmm. in the future. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, we'll read probably act one today. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a script that I wrote when I was like 13, I guess. Mm. Um, and I liked horror movies. From mm-hmm. the beginning. I came out as a baby just wanting to watch her. <laughs> <laughs> What was your first word? uh Jason. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and your friends were like, Who's Jason? <laughs> uh yeah. So, um the, it's entitled Uh The Legend of Twenty Four Forty Two Which was my street address. And it still is back home. Mm-hmm um we won't give you more
1: specifics though no just in case <laughs> we don't He's, know who you are in case you're a murderer. i mean we probably know who most of you are because we've told you to listen to this <laughs> and we're forcing you to listen to it
0: yeah we we have basically booby trapped mm-hmm. everyone we know th- their apartment yeah so, so that, that they trip and fall and then like they hit the play button on <laughs> or it's just like there's like a crossbow that's like about to be set off if they don't press play or something right. <laughs> like, oh. that's what we
1: like to do you know <laughs> get followers and listeners by basically threatening bodily harm
0: mm-hmm. so remember speak in and
1: not out right <laughs> <laughs> don't edit that out okay it's a- no don't no, edit okay it. okay yeah. fine <laughs> um Wait a second. What is this? This is the Hopeless Writers Podcast. Oh yes. it's the Hopeless Writers Podcast. Not just two girls randomly talking about stuff. <laughs> and this is the fifth. No, it's the fourth. It's the fourth. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, let's start <laughs> off with The Legend of 2442. Okay. And because it's a script, we're going to be reading parts. Yes. And <laughs> And April has a a prop list of thirty six props starting with well, soft mats
0: and cornstarch. To cushion us when we perform stunts. Right. Um cornstarch. Oh, because I looked up how to make fake blood. Uh, Red food colouring. There we go. Towels. Camera tripod. That's a prop. A hook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. A hook. Well, yeah, it was modeled after the guy from I Know What You Did Last Summer. So
1: Ooh, uh number nine, outfit for killer.
0: 12. So this is hair props, things. wardrobe,
1: and equipment. Yeah, hair things. Hair things. Uh, oh my gosh! Number fifteen and sixteen, special effects book, and then screenplay writing book. I love it. <laughs> number twenty, cassette tapes. <laughs> this was obviously written a while ago. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh watch that. <laughs> <laughs> number twenty-two. Your prop is a house number 23 is just property
0: oh man 31 is my
1: backyard or 31 is the pool 32 is the backyard so number 14 is knife and number 28 is fake knife (laughs) (laughs) i love this oh man and number 36 don't ever forget this extension cords yes i mean that's for realsies this is quite a complete you know the only thing you're missing is like actors
0: this wasn't. This was props, but also set dressing,
1: wardrobe, equipment. crew equipment, yeah, <laughs> and location. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, uh, when? We? So this is our historically hopeless writers podcast. That's what I'm calling it. Okay, where we read historical edition. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, where we read something we've written in the past. So April, how old were you when you wrote this? I was 13. I love it. Let's go. Okay. Should I read the character description? <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, there are four. So we're gonna have to split. We're gonna have to read two parts sure. each. Um, oh, I was 14. Oh, damn, I was um, older. <laughs> this is less charming. <laughs> if I'm a little bit You're like, it's like, oh, she was a teenager. Stupid. Um, okay. So uh, it's April Rua, Sarah. So I'm gonna play Sarah. So apparently. you're Sarah. I cast yeah. myself already. Uh, Sarah is 14 years old. She's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Always in fights with Jennifer. Um, should I also play Jennifer? I think that would no. just be interesting. <laughs> no. I can play Jennifer. Because you're always in fights with her. Yeah. Always in fights with Jennifer. Regular clothes, shorts, and shirt. Perfect. Would you like to read your character description? Sure. So I,
1: that's the actress's name, right? That was my friend. You don't okay. have to read her name. Cause... So I'm going to be Jennifer, 14 years old. I'm a joker and always in fights with Sarah. <laughs> and my clothing are regular clothes, shorts, and shirt. <laughs> Um, uh, Monica.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, no. Megan yeah. is also 14 years old. Do you want to be
1: Megan just to make everyone confused, or should I also play Megan? Probably Megan. Okay. okay. April's going to play Megan. Um, and Megan is 14 years old. Tries to control everybody. <laughs> uh, Megan always does.
0: It's like I knew her before I even met her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, regular clothes,
0: shorts, and shirt. Again.
1: I mean, regular clothes. And then finally, I am Monica. Fourteen years old. I'm an airhead. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> typecast. Um, Regular clothes, shorts and shirt. You know,
0: I was in suspense, wondering what her wardrobe and age were going to be. <laughs> right. right?
1: <laughs> and then let's leave this one out for now. Should let's we not describe it? Okay. All right. Except to say that there's a there's someone who will be revealed.
0: Okay. Go for it. Setting. Present day time in a strange neighborhood in the backyard and inside of a house when it is very dim at about 7
1: to 11 at night. (laughs) A nice nice range for the director. (laughs) I don't know. From 7 to 11. (laughs) Anytime in there. All right.
0: And then I labeled script. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote this in Word. Act 1. The camera... The camera is on the roof or just high up filming the sky, then it goes down to the houses and maybe some cars going by on the street slowly for a while. And then it goes down to them walking on the sidewalk next to a house. I'm assuming them <laughs> <laughs> them are, are the, the characters, characters. yeah, mm-hmm. wearing regular clothes, shorts, shorts and shirts. Shirt. <laughs> just 414 14-year-old girls <laughs> wearing their shorts and their shirts. <laughs> <clears throat> Everyone is walking around the corner, and they stop at the front of the house. They talk in a regular tone. Jennifer taps Megan on the left side of her shoulder, but Jennifer is on her right side, and Megan looks on her left side and sees nothing, and then looks to her right side and sees Jennifer. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Megan. Stop.
1: Oh, calm down.
0: Sarah, holding directions and pointing to the house behind the one they're right next to. That was 2440, so this must be 2442, pointing to the house they're right next to.
1: <laughs> Look, the gate's open. I guess the party's in the back.
0: Page flip. Okay, come on. They all start to walk to the gate, but Monica stands there looking a little unsure. Sarah looks back at her. Mon, hurry up.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not going to talk from Monica. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, No one's here. Either we're really early or really late, or this isn't the house.
0: Should we discuss how we're going to differentiate the different characters? So, yeah. your Monica's going to be like,
1: ah! Yeah, and my Jennifer's going to be like, normal Megan voice. Yeah,
0: but like also a jokester.
1: Oh, right, I'm a jokester. So, um, I'm like, either we're really early or really late, or this isn't the house, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: That'll be after every Jennifer line. Every Jennifer line. line. Um, yeah. Sarah is just mean. Mean. So I'm just going to say everything like, like a a bitch. (laughs) And then um, Megan is just, you know, I'm just going to say everything all controlling like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just going to sound real nervous. Okay. So this is Megan. I should have just gotten my dad to drive us. (gasps) This
1: is the right house. It says it right here. (laughs) Wait, have you ever heard of that legend about the man whose family was murdered by a serial killer and he went psycho? Yeah yeah (laughs) and then when another family moved into the house that his family lived in he drove them out and moved in
0: oh yeah and whoever crosses the territory
1: (laughs) sorry. I'm gonna get so mean that I
0: can't even form words anymore it's gonna be like
1: it's gonna turn into
0: Joe Pesci from Home Alone when he gets real mad (laughs) yes okay (laughs) um oh yeah and whoever crosses the territory gets killed right yeah you and your little stories it's really getting
1: old (laughs) no i'm dead serious i really have a weird feeling that this is that house uh how do you know jennifer's a jokester, megan remember (laughs) uh how do you know but thank you women's intuition duh the minute i walked in here i remembered that story Oh,
0: don't worry. I'm sure we'll all be okay considering those helpful self defense classes Jen dragged us all to.
1: Here's what I'm going to do for Jennifer I'm going to start every line with a snort. <laughs> hey, those classes <laughs> are helpful, and if you didn't want to go, you didn't have to. Okay, let's just go.
0: Um, everyone agrees, and they walk to the gate, which shuts in their faces. <gasps> also, shut up, Doug. Shut up. Edit song! a song! So the, the gate has shut in the face, in our face. Uh, what was that? I don't know.
1: I thought I just saw something go past the fence when it shut. Of course, nobody listens. Sorry. Of course, nobody listens to Monica, even though she's always <laughs>
0: <All> right. <laughs> okay, we don't have time for one of your speeches.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to be so nasty.
0: Uh, Uh, Sarah starts to say something nasty and gets in Jen's face, but Megan breaks it up. Okay, everybody shut up and try to find a way out of here before you two rip each other apart. (laughs) Sarah walks up to the gate and tries to open it, but it's locked. Okay, it's not opening. Let's just look around and try to find another way out. Everybody follows, and Monica drags behind them. And when they get to the middle of the deck, starts to hum the song... I can see clearly now.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, and I'm singing. And, and I can see sings-
1: clearly now. The rain is gone. Everybody looks at her. What?
0: <laughs> shut up. You know what? Why don't you shut up? Ba-dum- you know what? Why doesn't everyone just shut up? Yeah, okay, Mom. Right, Megan gives her a look and rolls her eyes. So roll eye sound. <laughs> Let's go. Everyone wanders around to the other side of the house very slowly, looking around at everything, and they get to the other side of the
1: backyard. Nice pool.
0: Looking at it admirably. <laughs> hey, look! Sh- Jennifer points to another gate at the other side of the house, leading out of the backyard. Everyone jogs to the gate, on the side of the pool by the door, and Jennifer tries to open it, but it's stuck. Okay, you know what? Sarah climbs up to the gate, and a hook goes through it, barely missing her head. <gasps> she falls, and everyone screams, But she quickly recovers. Everyone runs away. Uh Jennifer behind. But Monica just stands there. I told you! I told you! While backing away, pointing at the gate, terrified. Jennifer looks back, comes and grabs her, and pulls her away. Page flip. Everyone runs around the side of the house to the grass. (laughs) I like how the way I wrote this was like, everyone knows the layout of my backyard. I'm like, you know this part where this is. (laughs) Sarah runs over to the gate and tries again, but it doesn't open.
1: What are you doing? We tried that already.
0: Well, I'm trying it again. Is that okay with you? (laughs) Jennifer gives her a face. Face Ah. noise. (laughs) Looks away. Sarah starts to climb up the gate, but Monica stops.
1: Don't! Remember what happened just now? (laughs) Sarah
0: looks back annoyed and jumps down. This is crap. It's probably just some screwed up prank. She looks through a crack in the fence and sees only black. Mm. I can't... There's something just then a hook goes through the fence, barely missing Sarah once again as she moves by. Turning around, still up against the fence, out of <laughs> the way. I don't know if everyone can imagine this this action, but I imagined myself, yeah. you know, just like flipping yeah. around and my back is to the fence now, you know. But that you're out move. Of the way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everyone oh.
0: screamed. <laughs> and they run to the deck. Wait. Everyone stops the deck and looks at Megan. We obviously can't get out through the gate, so maybe we can get out through the house. What are you, crazy? We're in enough trouble
1: out here. Now you want to go inside the house? It's our only way of getting out of here. If we keep trying to get out through the fence, whoever's doing this will keep shoving that hook through. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what are we doing? I saw a set of doors back there. Me and Mom will go look.
0: We'll try this door. They separate Megan and Sarah are shown trying to open the door. It's locked. Great. Just great. (laughs) Uh, Ah, (laughs) Splash! (laughs) Uh, Megan and Sarah look at each other, frightened, and then run over to the pool. Everyone stands at the side of the pool where the door is, where they find Jennifer drowning in the pool, (laughs) and Monica's standing there smirking, looking at Jennifer. Ah!
1: Help! Sorry, is that super loud? Yeah. Ah! Help!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sarah haha uh-huh. going for a swim <laughs> Evil. so everyone's really mean and doesn't care that Jennifer's dying nope. help! <coughs> help is this another one of your lame jokes because we really don't have time for it <laughs> I
1: love how she's actually not made a single joke so far Jennifer yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> except that that little right the tap one, on the shoulder the tap on that the old shoulder. classic Ooh,
1: i'm a jokester okay so monica um, looks in the pool and sees a black figure under jennifer Her smirk fades and a frightened look replaces it something's
0: down there megan's and sarah's smirks both fade and everyone looks at each other and then runs to help her out so just yeah. to clarify all of the smirks have faded yeah
1: no more smirks.
0: <laughs> After a bit of struggling, and all of them falling in the pool a bit, <laughs> they finally pull her out and climb out of the pool and take an extremely short breather. Go! Go! <laughs> um, they all run to the other side of the house. Oh, and she hits them as oh, she's yeah. trying to pull them up, because that's how you get people to move. Like a horse. <laughs> yeah. <You> hit them. <laughs> that should be part of Monica's wardrobe, is just a bullwhip. whip. <laughs> normal thinking. clothes shorts, and shirt
1: and bolwerk
0: they all run to the other side of the house a wet black figure <clears throat> a black figure as in like wearing a black cloak
1: yeah so anyways there's a black figure <laughs> but actually let me read this a wet black fi- a shadowy figure draped in black yes, a black there, there cloak we go moves in front of the camera as they're running away until it envelops the whole screen Everyone stops at the grass right by the bottom of the deck by that little door and looks around. Yeah, everyone knows that little door. That little door. Yeah. They talk in hushed voices. What happened? <sighs> I was walking over to the doors and something grabbed my leg and pulled me in the pool and was trying to drown me. But um. Yeah, right. I think you're exaggerating a little bit. Why would I exaggerate about this? Let's just get out of here. <laughs> the only way to get out is through the house.
0: <laughs> they will peek around the side of the house and the deck to see if anyone is there. Come on! But um cha. <laughs> but Jennifer and Monica lead the way at a fast pace, almost jogging, and they start to run toward the doors on the deck. But Megan stops there. They all talk in a whisper.
1: No, they're locked. Try the doors over there. Pointing to the doors by the pool.
0: <laughs> Jennifer's troubled. <laughs>
1: but that's just where, but um cha. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I put
0: my hand on Megan's shoulder because in the script it said, reassuringly. They run to the doors on that side of the pool. Sarah tries to open them, and they open.
1: They're open! Get in! Page flips on! Come on!
0: (laughs) Everyone piles inside of the house, and they close the doors. Monica cracks her whip one more time, and then... (laughs) And then grabs her hat just as the door goes by.
1: <laughs> and then goes, I'm Indiana Jones! his daughter. Okay.
0: <laughs> Monica Jones. Yeah, so um, that's the end, end of end Act of Two. And what? <laughs> yeah. Act one? Yeah. One?
1: Leading into Act Two. Just so I, as a
0: preview to Act Two. Yeah. I want to read that first oh, please, action Jill. description. Please. <sighs> Whenever the grandfather clock chimes they give some acknowledgement and show some nervousness. The house is not cared for and dusty and gloomy but lived in. The clocks work. The furniture is all there. The sheets are off the beds in the bedrooms and oh. there are no pillows or blankets on the beds. That's creepy. They are shown slowly walking to the house looking around at everything.
1: They all talk in a whisper in a whisper.
0: To be continued. Yeah. So next time we do a, a what are we historic is- a historical Historic edition.
1: Historic edition.
0: That's yes, right. I will continue with that too.
1: We could call it the Young Hopeless. We could call it the Young Hopeless Writers Podcast, but that might be confusing. And be like, "Oh, is that for young people to listen to and or watch and or participate in?" No, it's us when we were we were young. Yeah, it's all about us. Mm-hmm. So let me read um, my story. Uh. Okay, so I may have written this in twenty ten. How? Oh, wow. So I would have been old. I thought I wrote this when I was like 15. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that I wrote it when I was like 15 because I'm pretty sure I just created a new file in 2010 Mm because this was written. I know I wrote it in high school. I think I was pretty young because I was reading a series of unfortunate events, Mm -hmm. which was partially I was like, I want to be a writer and I love these stories. What can I write? So this story is called Eudora. The bad luck girl. Oh, yeah. I like <laughs> it. All right. All right. Eudora ran through the door panting. She was an hour late for school. Eudora, why are you late? Her teacher eyed her suspiciously. Well, ma'am, Eudora began and went on to describe the incredible but true reason why she was late for school. The actual reason she was late for school was that everyone in Eudora's family, besides herself, was allerg- allergic to smoke. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. That morning, she'd been getting ready for school, brushing her teeth, and just as she reached for her toothpaste, BAM! The huge medicine cabinet filled with anti smoke allergy pills, guaranteed to stop the cough, <laughs> fell on her arm. Actually, my dad is allergic to smoke. Oh. Yeah. That's she, not good. Some people are allergic to chocolate. Um, you should just kill yourself. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay, that's April's reaction. My reaction is like, <laughs> I'd just like to apologize on behalf of the world mm-hmm. to you. Anyways, Eudora. Don't kill yourself. Hang in there. Hang in there. You can get chocolate in heaven. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Eudora was rushed to the hospital, her father driving, careening around corners, and even going through stoplights. Of course, he did not need to drive so fast because a broken arm can wait a few minutes at least. But Eudora's father was already late for work and he had a big meeting that he did not want to miss. So he dropped her off in the emergency lane, wished her luck, then left at full speed for his office. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh, bye okay Eudora went into the hospital looked around walked up to the front desk and said please I have a broken arm very much like all of, please may I have some more please I have a broken arm <laughs> please may you fix do you want so? a broken arm <laughs> the nurse peered at her over her spectacles honey if you've got a broken arm you're supposed to be shouting and screaming and hollering about the pain oh mm-hmm. but as it's my duty to check out all injuries even fake ones I'd better do it "'Thank you,' said Eudora gratefully. "'She felt quite relieved that she would be looked after. "'Come this way,' said the nurse. "'This is Dr. Morton's office. "'He'll be here in a minute.' "'Eudora sat down on the hospital bed and waited. "'Finally, a short man came in, "'wearing glasses and with a big stethoscope "'hung around his neck. "'Hello, my name is Dr. Morton. "'What seems to be the matter today?' he asked her. "'Pardon me, sir,' said Eudora, "'but this is the first time I've been to a hospital.' Ah, yes, quite right. Well then, what is the matter? (laughs) A little British there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you see, I've broken my arm. Eudora was now in quite a bit of pain. Oh, dear. Little girl, if you had a broken arm, you would be shouting and screaming and hollering about the pain. But as it's my duty to check out all injuries, even pretend ones, I'd better get started. After Dr. Morton did several x-rays, probed the bone with his fingers, and got a satisfactory number of ouches from Eudora... He decided she had a broken arm and that it needed to be set in a cast. <laughs> that did not take much time, and soon she was standing outside the hospital with her arm encased in plaster. I like um, this policy
0: for hospitals where you have to
1: prove that it's broken by
0: like, like, lift that thing <laughs> yeah. and try to
1: lift that right now. <laughs> like, it, it proved to me you're in pain. Yes. Yeah. She remembered the doctor's final advice. Just act as though nothing had happened, he said, and nobody will tease you about your cast. <laughs> Eudora looked around the empty hospital parking lot. Since her father was at work, no one else was around to take her to school, so she decided to walk. Luckily, the school was close to the hospital, or Eudora would have been four hours late instead of one. But by the time she walked into her classroom, her teacher was a little upset anyways. (laughs) Eudora, you were supposed to be here to give your speech this morning, Miss Clemson admonished. (laughs) You were the first one on the list, and I thought you would be here on time. You're usually so punctual. "'Sorry, ma'am, but as I told you, my arm was broken this morning.' Eudora was saved from further criticism by the recess bell, which rang at that moment. "'Class is dismissed,' said Miss Clemson. "'That morning at recess, Eudora had a large crowd around her admiring her cast. "'Everyone wanted to sign it, and soon the whole cast looked as though it had been dipped in multicolored ink.' Then everyone wanted to see Eudora do the monkey bars with her broken arm. Oh, my goodness. See, what? that's the, the test the hospital should give. <laughs> right? Can Your you arm's do that? broken? Do the Try monkey Try those monkey bars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What monkey bar? There in the corner. <laughs> One girl formally challenged Eudora to do it. Dare you, she said with a sneer on her face. I don't know about you, but if someone dares me to do something, with I do it. <laughs> but, yeah, like also with a the sneer, then it's like, you can't I- <laughs>
0: believe I can do it. <laughs> What if I dared you, but just had this big, stupid smile? i still
1: do it. (laughs) It's like my policy when it comes to dares. I'm going to do it. All right. I don't really think that it's a good idea, Eudora began. Shouts a chicken for her through the crowd. There's a crowd. Eudora sighed and then walked up to the monkey bars. Here goes, she thought.
0: (laughs) Is Miss Clemson in the crowd?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe she's yelling this next time. Yeah, go! (laughs) eudora grabbed a monkey bar with her good hand and then tried to wrap her fingers with the cast over them around another bar she swung reached out and then ah she fell to the ground with a thump (laughs) oh my leg oh no she was rushed to the hospital once again that day the principal driving careening around corners and even going through stoplights a gaggle of nurses rushed (laughs) eudora into an operating room once again dr morton peered at her over his glasses my, my, you are accident prone, she heard him say. I'll go get some gypsum. I have no idea what. What is gypsum? I don't know what gypsum is. I'll look it up. <laughs> um, gypsum. What does that remind me of?
0: Loxum Jetsum or something? Flotsum Jetsum. Flotsum Jetsum. From The Little Mermaid? Yeah. Is not
1: yeah? Um. Is that that's it's Little the, Mermaid, is it? Look that up, too. Oh. Flotsum and Jetsum. and Jetsum. Well, it's a band. Okay. Um, Is it a phrase or a saying? Let's see. Mm, it's in maritime law flotsam, jetsam, wagon, and derelict are specific kinds of shipwreck. Ah, oh, okay. But they are Disney characters. Are they the eels? <gasps> yeah. Oh. They're the eels. There you go. All right. And then, so aside from asking, Flotsam and Jetsam Disney, which I googled, people also ask, which eel is flotsam? Oh, Who cares? Gosh. They look exactly <laughs> alike. I
0: like how people are hung up on that. <gasps> wow. Like, I can't get my work done Yeah, I need like, to figure out. But which eel is which? Okay. <laughs> I can't get these codes into NASA because <laughs> I just need to figure out. Hold on, North Korea.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Um, gypsum is the main constituent in many forms of plaster. Okay. But also blackboard chalk and wallboard. Okay. It's a soft sulfate mineral composed of calcium sulfide dihydrate with the chemical formula blah, blah, blah. All right. All right. So Dr. Moran's gone to get the gypsum. The nurse is left as well, and for a few minutes, Eudora was left alone. Suddenly, the door opened, and a nurse she had never seen before came in. Hello, dear. Are you all ready? Ready for what? Came the dazed reply. Oh, no. Ready for your operation! What? But that was the last thing Eudora could say for a while. Now don't be afraid, began the nurse. Even though you're the first one in the world to undergo this operation, that's no reason to panic. The first step is to shave your head. Oh my gosh, this is a horror movie. Weird. I wrote it in the horror genre as a kid.
0: Huh. Huh. We have to tap Uh, into that potential.
1: We do, apparently. (laughs) Eudora tried to stop this, but her efforts went unheeded. "'There, there, dear. Don't fight it.'" "'Terrible! Now then, we'll just put you under anesthetic and the brain transplant will begin.'" "'The what?' Eudora screamed. "'I don't need a brain transplant. I just have a broken leg!' the nurse gasped. "'Oh, dear me. Then you're the wrong patient.'" "'Oh, I am so sorry.'" "'Oh!' she said with a frightened look in her eyes. After a moment, she ran out the door shouting, "'I'm new! I didn't know! I'm new!' (laughs) "'Oh, man.'" Doctor Morton walked in. I like how she she avoided that pretty easily. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, oh, you just have a broken leg. You're not okay. Doctor Morton walked in. Oh my, he exclaimed. Why did you shave your head? But Eudora would only scowl. (laughs) When Doctor Morton had finished fixing her leg, he gave her an automatic wheelchair and a message. Your principal had a rather weak stomach, and he left immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, so once. Uh, we took our dog to the. We took our dog to the vet, mm-hmm. and my dad had to walk out because he got so woozy. And it was like a vet. Like maybe you could smell a little antiseptic. Uh-huh. I think it was after I was born or before I was born. He had to basically like. Like, he was walking down the hallway to get out of the hospital, and Mm -hmm. he had to, like, pull himself along the railing like it was a lifeline. (laughs) Yeah. Dad, I love you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, the principal left immediately. He said no one else is available to bring you back to school, so you can walk there or walk home, since it is 3 o'clock. Eudora thanked him and left. She wheeled out the hospital doors and down to the sidewalk when a fire engine roared past her, sirens blaring. "'She pushed the high-speed button on her wheelchair and came up to her house where the fire engine was parked. (laughs) "'Oh, no!' she exclaimed. "'Her house was smoldering in ashes and smoke. "'Eudora couldn't believe it. "'What happened?' she asked anxiously. "'You didn't hear about it?' said a man next to her. "'A huge fire burnt down this house, and all the people in it left for Spain "'because they were allergic to goats or something.' "'What?' at this, Eudora pricked up her ears. "'They left?' she asked. "'They moved to Spain?' Yep, they didn't even tell me their names. I'm a reporter. Who are you? And why are you bald? (laughs) (laughs) I'm their daughter, Eudora cried, ignoring the reporter's second question. (laughs) Wow, what a scoop. But kid, you'll need to see someone about that. I heard that the family had tickets reserved for a flight to Spain in case of something like this. But why they would leave when there was a fire and no goat around? They weren't allergic (laughs) to a goat. They were allergic to smoke, Eudora (laughs) said tearfully. And they left without me. And unfortunately for Eudora, her parents were not found, even after much looking. So the government... Even in Spain? Even in Spain. Couldn't find him. Did she have a sister or a brother? I think there was like several kids. Oh. Yeah. And it was basically like, Eudora's the only one not allergic to smoke. And they obviously had these tickets to Spain and hadn't gotten one for for her. Mm -hmm. So like maybe, I mean, maybe it was like, oh, she's, you know, injured now's our chance let's leave let's burn down the house oh my gosh did they always
0: hate her because she wasn't allergic to smoke maybe there could have been like everyone resented her
1: there could have been undercurrents of jealousy there and (laughs) resentment so the government put Eudora into an orphanage it was dirty and smelly but Eudora didn't mind she was so sad all the time that she hardly noticed anyone and hardly did anything but eat chocolate all day. That was the one good thing about the orphanage. It was right beside a chocolate factory. The chocolate factory gave the orphans chocolate every day, and all the other orphans were so sorry for Eudora that they gave her all their chocolate. I'm sure the other orphans have pretty bad sob stories as well. I'm—I mean, but like maybe they don't have families that left them. That just abandoned them. Mm. I mean, I at least they did have families that abandoned them, but when they were too young to remember.
0: Okay. Because Eudora's they have like at already least they
1: adjusted. Yeah. To the rejection
0: and abandonment.
1: Yeah. And maybe they, they're they like, yay, yeah, yeah, I don't like, I like not having parental authority.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Huzzah. Like having... <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah.
0: <laughs> and also, we live next to the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. <laughs> <thing. laughs> they're like, actually, that's a
1: pretty sweet deal. All right, so, yeah, all the orphans give Eudora their chocolate. So Eudora became very depressed, silent, tearful, and fat. Oh, no. One day, though. A kind-looking man popped into the orphanage. To adopt one of you, he said. And when he took one look at Eudora, he adopted her right away. This made Eudora a little bit happy. Thank you, sir, she smiled up at him as they walked out of the orphanage. He looked down at her, frowning. You have horrible teeth, little girl. I'm going to love to work on them. Don't you think you'd like a nice set of dentures? He asked sweetly. Oh, gosh! Eudora's eyes grew wide. Dentures, I don't want my teeth to be pulled out. I don't want to go with you. Take me back to the orphanage, she shouted. But the man wouldn't listen. Instead, he laughed, showing horrible black teeth that looked as if they were crammed into his mouth. Ew. Eudora screamed and prayed it was all a dream. But alas, Eudora is one of those people who live a horrible life. But through no fault of their own. They get their rewards after death. Oh my gosh. Eudora may have been rewarded. But that, of course, is another story.
0: <laughs> the end. So wait, are are you hinting at the fact that she's going to get rewarded in this life? No,
1: as in like, I'm pretty sure when I wrote this, I was like, you know what? Sometimes you suffer and nothing good ever happens, and then you die. But then it's like, hey, heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I mean, I I feel like endings are in generally my weak points. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, you just decided to go on the worst. So, it's just like. Most yeah, depressing note. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, April and I wrote a movie, and uh, I wanted to kill the main character at the end, and she was like, no. Mostly because we want to do a sequel, but also, no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I was really hoping for something good to happen to you, Dora.
1: But it, it, alas, it did not.
0: So do her teeth get taken out?
1: So what Are I actually imagine, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, what I actually imagine for Eudora is that, you know, she suffers with this terrible maniac dentist man, you know, for however many years. And then when she's probably like, I mean, maybe like young 20s, like early 20s, it, early 20s is like enough time for her to do this she's suffered all this time built up resentment whatever and then finally she's like i'm going to take a stand and she kills him and murder suicide no she won't go to heaven for that (laughs) she will not she kills him which you know we could say she's driven to it and she has the rest of her life to do penance for it Mm -hmm. but she kills him and escapes and like you know goes to maybe she goes to spain no, she doesn't care about her family anymore. Mm-hmm. But she goes, like, somewhere she and lives in a happy Spain life. She goes to Spain and kills her family. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she then just she, smokes them out yeah. of there. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I found them. <laughs> Actually, that that would be so dark if it was, like, she she waits to kill the dentist because she's using, like, whatever he has, like, computer, internet, as a resource to find her family. And then mm-hmm. when she finds her family, she kills the dentist, yeah. steals everything he has, and steals then goes family. and kills her family. But the, what I like to imagine more is that, like, or maybe he just dies. I don't really want her to kill someone. In any case, she gets out of the situation and, like, gets all the best things mm-hmm. from it. Okay. Maybe she, maybe she escapes. Maybe her hair finally grows back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her hair definitely grows back. <laughs> like, she escapes and, like, hires a lawyer to sue the dude and, you know, <laughs> like, reforms the orphan program. Okay. Whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like that. And and her teeth are teeth, not yeah. black. No. dentures I mean maybe she has dentures she gets in
1: shape maybe she has tooth implants <laughs> she gets in shape Megan was in a very dark place at the age <laughs> of 15 was a peek into the mind of young <laughs> Megan so yeah. well wow. so our next prompt is you wake up dressed like Abraham Lincoln yeah and craft um, a story yep send it in to hopelesswriters at gmail.com yes and I'm taking romantic comedy that's right this time around i think i'm taking like modern dystopia okay is that a genre i hope because i was thinking about what i was gonna write and then i was like what if i don't know where this came from but i was like (laughs) what if you woke up dressed as abraham lincoln and then also discovered a marriage certificate for you and bill murray and then I was like, that is heading in the direction of a weird rom-com. Yes, it is. So I can't do that. But feel free to use that if you want. <laughs> All right. Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. I, I mean, only... I'm Not that you'd want to be married to him. But if it's... I mean, con- maybe if I were
0: 40 years older. Yeah. Or yeah. Th- Or 30. he was like... I don't know. How old is he? Several 60s?
1: years younger.
0: Yeah. Or he were younger... And had better skin. <laughs> Bill Murray, sixty six. He's sixty six. Okay. Oh no. Let's not look at Bill Murray stories.
1: Bill Murray dead. Okay. <laughs> and closing out of that. Well, this okay. has been hopeless writers. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, thanks for doing it. If you're st- if, <laughs> if you're, you're still, still listening, listening, yeah. Thank you even more, Dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's just shout no out. One, no. <laughs> shout out to everyone who we've made listen to this. Yeah, Shannon, Thanks. I know you're not listening, Shannon. I know you're not. Um, yeah. Christina, I know you'll listen. Let's
0: not just start naming.
1: Names. <laughs> <laughs> let's just throw out like Jeff.
0: Yeah. Like chances are, maybe there's, Daniel. There's a Daniel definitely listening. Maybe a yeah. Matt. Probably. Maybe Matt. a Mike. Maybe a Josh. I mean. <laughs>
1: Probably an Ashley. It is very no. different. No, would an Ashley be listening to our podcast? I don't know. It's possible. Maybe. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. That sounds way too hopeful for the Hopeless Writers podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Nothing is possible. No, end. Um, no hope. Everyone just suffers and then dies, like Eudora. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's our tagline again for signing off?
0: Uh, you say you're Galadriel.
1: <laughs> oh, what's, what's yours, though?
0: I think Did I just go up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that
1: came from. I I'll do something. Okay, so my sign off is that I will, I will diminish and go into the west and remain Galadriel. No, it's Megan and remain Megan. You're Megan, Megan. <laughs> I confused her
0: by not um, casting her as the Megan. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a little confusing. I have to say. Um, I'm like, who am I?
0: And I'm April. But <laughs> <laughs> love it.
1: All right. Uh, bye. bye.